step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The views and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of The Dennis Daniels Show, the Altitude Explosion Radio Network, Blog Talk Radio, or its affiliates. lefties make a right turn with commentary on the world, national, and local happenings of today. And from the Cash Hamburgy Big Bargain Bar Studios, where you save cash with cash, you're listening to the Dennis Effect Podcast. I am Doc. I'm Slappy Whitey. I'm 3D the producer. Yeah, so, so uh, Slappy, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Had some dental work done, so if I sound weird, it's not because I am, because I am, but it's, there's some something else going on. Yeah. Yeah, no more weird than usual. Well, I was going to say if you... I appreciate that. I was going to say with, the, with that hat, if you had like a little growth of beard, you'd look like that Charlie Parkinson from KORN on Hee Haw. Well, thank you, Doc. <laughs> That uplifted my spirit. Well, here's something to uplift your spirits. The whistleblower. You know, I'm kind of as a... You mean that person that don't exist? Well, he does exist. I kind of did some research this week, and I did find out who the whistleblower is. They're saying he's the one guy, but it's not him. You know who it really is? Who? Cato Kalin. Oh, my gosh. You know, I believe that. Yeah, because he had a bungalow on the south side of the White House. Oh, my. And he kind of listened in on it. And, yeah. you know, and he, so he's the, Cato's the whistleblower. And they found some panties <laughs> right outside of his apartment. Yeah, pretty much, pretty oh, much. Oh, so Okay. So it kind of like just kind of goes into that. Well, uh, I believe anything, so yeah. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. But what, what a week this has been. I thought Epstein was the whistleblower, you know? Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein didn't blow his own whistle. Well, that's the thing about Epstein, man. You know, those two guards, and you know, they happen to be black, a guy and a girl. They're going to take the fall because they were away from their duties for eight hours, you know, on the internet shopping, roaming around. <laughs> Who knows yep. to sleep, and who knows what they were doing. Or, but so they that, say. no one's bringing up the fact that Epstein was in there with a sheet on his bed, and uh, they had taken his roommate out then that day before. And the rules of the prison say you got to have a roommate. So maybe he just did it because. He found out his uh, pillow wasn't 300 thread count. I think what's now it's one stick. I, I know one thing. There's a lot of rich, powerful men right now that are going, breathing a sigh of relief. Going, man, dodge that bullet. So anyway, but, back to these. But, uh, but the whistle, the whistleblower. You know, yeah, yeah. this this stuff. You know, you got you're supposed to be able to face your accuser. This whistleblower thing is bogus. Where you're allowed to come, you know, blow the whistle, so, as they say, and you get to be secret, and you collect a whole bunch of money. And yeah. then, uh, you know, what's up with that? Uh, it's a off of that great uh, movie from the uh, 70s, you know, All the President's Men. This is All the President's Men. Yeah, right. And you know what? They keep using Nixonian 
phrases on CNN and MSNBC, yeah. like all the presidents, man, and stuff. Yeah. They're trying to compare this oh, to what happened with Nixon. You oh, they want to party like it's 1973. And, and, and here's the thing. You can't impeach the president unless you've got a crime. He hasn't been charged with any kind of crime, and he's right. not going to be. Well, and I'm thinking they probably realize this, but they just want to kind of just – they'll have that impeachment thing. It's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of like saying, uh, uh, answer yes or no, do you still beat your wife? You know, well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Nancy Pelosi turned this thing over to Adam Schiff because she knew it was a dead duck, and even if they impeach him in the House, it's not going to get through the Senate. So she she just let Adam Schiff go out there on a limb, and like he does, lies constantly, constantly. The dude is this constant. He's a chronic liar. Now the thing is, after this is over. Adam Schiff will go back to Cali and start fighting forest fires. You won't hear from him again. So he's hanging on in desperation, desperation as long as he can. Well, I, I think he's going to hang out with uh, John Lovitz and the, the liar guy. You know that? Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah, the, that was one of my favorite characters. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of he's kind of like yeah, but, and then he'll hang out with Morgan Fairchild. But you know the whistleblower thing—that's bogus. And I think everybody in America just has a fair mind. Yeah, thinks that's bogus. Anyway, does anyone else get Adam Schiff mixed up with the DA from like the first few seasons of Law and Order? Because they know Adam Schiff. Was he really? But you know what, Adam Schiff, uh, aka Bobblehead. If you uh, if you if you watch him sit up there, he looks straight ahead when people are attacking him, and I'm just waiting for somebody to flick him on the side of the head, and his head just go bobbing. No, no, Flappy, that's terrible. If he was to have a bobblehead, the bobblehead would have to bobble less than his actual head. <laughs> they put him on the, in the back of the package tray of the car, so that you know, in the back window. So that guy it. is a trip, man. But uh, hey, hey, you know the guy that's giving me a hard time. Do that, Eric. Swalwell, the king of bad analogies. The dude, man, can you come up with a decent, an analogy that actually sits? That is he one sense? from California? Or uh, he... I forget. Well, Swalwell. There are, most of these guys that are out to get Trump are from yeah. Cali yeah. Or, or New New York. Yeah, one of the two. It was like. But hey, hey, speaking of New York, that little chick from uh, from uh, the New York, the uh, Republican uh, rap, Elise Stefanik. Yeah. Boy, she was throwing some shade at uh, Adam Schiff. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was, yeah. He, she treated, her, he treated her mean. See, if, if Donald Trump treated a woman like that, they'd be all over him on CNN and stuff. But Adam Schiff basically well, disrespected Democrats, her. Well, Democrats, that's a, that's a resume enhancer. Yeah, she's catching all kind of hell from the left because uh, she's a new rising star on the right. Well, hopefully, gonna, she can, hopefully she can take it. She, oh, she can't. She's mean. I saw her today on TV, and uh, she's talking some crap, man. I'm telling you. But, uh, good, but I'm going to tell you something, Doc. The deep state does exist. And I'll tell you why. They got, do they have a football team? Deep State U? Yeah, Deep State University, man. I, used, I don't play for them, <laughs> but I don't even support them. But the FBI bunch, Comey, McCabe, and that bunch, they tried to take the press down. The CIA bunch, led by Brennan and Clapper, they tried to take the press down. Now you got the Ukraine bunch, Holmes and Hill and Vindman. They're all mad because their boss got fired, and it, it hurt their chances of moving up in the world. Right, because they were expecting a different outcome. Yeah. So yeah. it's all, you know, especially that Vindman guy, you can tell about that guy. He's mad because he thought he ran everything. His testimony, he even said he was advisor to the president. The guy never spoke to the president. Kind of like uh, Alexander Haig. Yeah, just, yeah, pumped when, himself up. I'm in charge. But, yeah. And then when he realized he wasn't, now he's mad. Yeah. He's mad. He's not. Gonna, he's not only going to take his football home. He's going to try to deflate everybody's yeah. car tires. So, but um, you know, somehow I'm just kind of imagining there's like nine squares, and you got a picture of each one, kind of like the Brady bunch. You call it the deep state bunch. 
you know, you know, here's the story. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, the witnesses are bombed out at the impeachment thing. Yeah. Got all this vindictive testimony, which is mostly hearsay, almost all of. And that Holmes guy who claims he heard the president say distinctly. He wanted he want to know about the investigation, but they asked him, what did, what did the press say after that? I don't know. What was he saying before that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, all you remember is that one sentence, and you crystal clear on that? It's kind of like uh, Hunter Biden's interview. That Holmes guy was a piece of crap, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Then you got uh, – Well, the thing is, is, is uh, when, when, uh, when you know, Adolf Schiffler was uh, accusing uh, Trump of intimidating the witness. Right. You know, when – you know. I, how do you do that when you're tweeting somebody and somebody is in the court, you know, or in testimony? How are you? How are you being intimidated? You know who intimidated the witness? Uh, Adam Schiff when he told the witness that Donald Trump was talking yeah, shit about it. Got, yeah, you, yeah, you he brought the whole thing up. Meanwhile, it, the um, who's that ambassador? Some Somberland, Sondland, aka Uncle Fester. Yeah, that guy's a trip, man. Well, his wife's like some kind of real estate mogul up in Oregon or something. Well, apparently there was a they were they're uh, boycotting her business. It was started by a Democrat. Oh, one of the congressmen. Somewhere, I can't remember, didn't quite catch the name yet. I saw he's that. He's the one that started it. That so point, yeah, he you know, said he, so That's yeah. intimidation. Right. So, no, but see, Simon, at first he didn't he didn't do nothing to help the, the press. But then yeah. he closed it out. He was nothing but helpful for the press. He made it clear over and over and over. The president yeah. told me, I don't. I don't want nothing. I don't know no quid pro quo. I don't. Uh, I can't, did I say that right? Uh, you know, and I just tell the Ukrainian president do the right thing. So Sunland, and I tell you, you put the Uncle Fester outfit on him. That boy is yeah. Uncle Fester. Made well, I mean, but all the witnesses, you know, you would have thought that uh, Sergeant Schultz was uh, testifying because <laughs> it was. I know nothing. I know nothing. Yeah. I heard a lot, but yeah. I don't know nothing. And you know, and another thing about the the left wing, they always got to have these catchphrases and attached names. Like to, now they got the three amigos, which is not Chase Martin in short, but you know uh, Volker Perry and Sunland. You know, and these guys are the guys behind the scenes that's running the rogue. Uh, uh, a detente more like, for Donald Trump. Yeah, more like Curly Moe and Larry. But you, have you noticed how convenient Rudy Giuliani is hiding out? Uh, no one's seen him or heard from him. Donald Trump told him to disappear or he was going <laughs> to. Hey, him. just go, you know, go, go hit the Virgin Islands or something. You know, somewhere just kind of go where there's, there's no uh, nothing going on. Well, they, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> kind of like, like the Godfather. You know? But, but that, what about that Democratic debate? <clears throat> Man, I tell you what, I. I caught a little bit of it, and it was like I, it was just not it was not watchable. It was first of all, it was a, everybody took their round. It we got to impeach the president. They all got yeah, that in there. It was like, but then you had Tulsi. She she ain't getting along with nobody. Her party hates her. Uh, uh, Hillary hates her. Now she's about to have a slugfest with Kamala Harris. Man, when you uh, when you pay when you give money pay per view to see that, oh, like I would love in the to ring. see them re- rip each other's. You know, kind of like yeah. just you know they could put on their outfits, kind of like WWE divas. Tulsi is one of my fantasy politicians, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, rip just, her clothes you know, right off. Come, you know, she could come up with a, you know the people's elbow or something. You know, that, that might be interesting. Like the but, Rock. But I'm taking Tulsi against all other women because she's been in war yeah. and she's been in a she's been in a combat zone and she. She yeah. probably wrestled around with some soldiers a few times, so I think she probably gonna whoop any of them women. Yeah. But now, and then you got Booker going after Joe over pot. Pot still calling. I mean, uh, Biden still calling pot a gateway drug. <laughs> well, I think maybe they were, there was also when I listened, they were kind of arguing the merits of you know uh, uh, 
Biden is old school with tops papers, and Booker was the zigzag guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know they yeah, were kind. Yeah. That was part of that, the main concept. Yeah, part of that back and forth too was you know the quality of the paper that you're rolling with. But Biden, that guy is a gaff fest. Uh, how can you expect that guy to be the prez, man? He can't even make it through a debate without totally completely melting down. Kind of like kind of like Mel Brooks was the governor in Blazing Saddles. If you remember, yeah. yeah, the governor on the back of his shirt, he yeah. put on the back of Biden's suit, president for press. Well, you got wealth tax Warren on her usual rant. That woman, oh. they, she should be in advertisements for coffee because she is hyped. But the thing is, her, 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 well, everybody keeps telling her, your numbers don't work. work. Your she, numbers don't work. And she doesn't care. She doesn't seem to care. Doesn't no, seem to gonna, bother. She's going to somehow know she's going to take that $2. Out of every uh, hundred dollars that the uh, rich people have, and yeah. she thinks that's going to solve and all the world's problems. It's going to end up having to take the two dollars and give it back to them, and take everything, take the ninety-eight. Because... And the way Democrats waste money, I don't care how much money you give them, they're going to waste it. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you got anything else on that? Uh, on that? Uh, oh, you know, one thing I noticed that in the MSNBC debate panel, yeah, was all women. Had, headed up by the, the infamous Rachel Roswell, Madow. Rachel Madcow. Yeah, Madcow Madow, man. Yeah. Now, there's a woman that gets on there and, and touts conspiracy. I mean, yeah, Roswell, it's what they call her, Roswell Rachel. Her, her and Adam Schiff, they can throw it out there, boy. They could, they could put up best hits on KTEL, you know. <laughs> but if, if Donald survives this, though, I'm serious. Yeah. First of all, he needs to get rid of Giuliani. I, I said, I told people a long time ago, just like when he got Sessions, these are bad picks for him. Giuliani never shuts up. The guy runs his mouth constantly, doesn't think. He's a lot like Donald. He just runs his mouth off, don't think before he yeah. – so he needs to get rid of him. Donald needs to get – he's just hired in one chick as one of his advisors. He needs to have women around him to advise him, so maybe he won't be – maybe you're toning down just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a kinder, kinder if, if Donald survives this and the economy – Stays yeah. like it is at twenty eight thousand. Can you imagine the Dow at twenty eight thousand? I never saw it in my lifetime at twenty seven. Now it's yep. at twenty eight. So I don't care who you are. You're making money if you got any kind of four hundred one or pension or stocks. You're making money. Yeah. So right. if the if the economy don't tank and Donald can get past this, yep. he's going to get elected again. He'll be. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, but speaking of uh, candidates, have you? I uh, heard about the new candidate that uh, Democratic uh, candidate to put his uh, hat in the ring. Blue, what, Bloomberg or Deval yeah. Patrick. Yeah, the guy where nobody showed up for his. Uh... Two people. Yeah, his, his here's his theme, his campaign theme. This campaign will only have meaning if you are with us. In the first campaign, but two people showed up, a camera person. I, I saw a picture on the news of a of a big uh, a place yeah. with all kind of empty chairs in. Yeah, the camera, the one camera that was there, took that picture. Can you talk about embarrassment? You kind of think that because they were kind of talking that he was he's like Obama's choice, right? To kind of come in, to kind of come in and kind of uh, figure out what's going on here. We you know try to get these you know squeeze out you know Uncle Joe and the and the rest of Petticoat Junction. But and uh, nobody uh, wants eight more years of Obama. I'm kind of thinking, yeah, you're right. I mean, this guy's a Harvard grad. He's, you know, he went to Harvard Business School, and you know, another. Nobody showed up, dude. His kiss race is over. Uh, yeah, it's this guy over. came and went. Okay. Like... Hey, hey, how about some international news? Buddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Enough of this. Yeah, you know, we this, talk uh... about the Russians and the Ukrainians. You know, and the big deal going on with them. You know, they're at war, and Ukraine's yeah. trying to hang on to their independence and stuff. Well, about a year ago, the Russians 
seized a Ukrainian ship. Did you know that? No. Well, they finally returned it here about a week ago. Mm-hmm. And, but all the weapons were gone. And strangely, all the toilets were gone. Probably all the food, too. <laughs> well, if there was any food, I'd have it. Yeah. But all the toilets were gone. Like, don't they have any toilets in Russia? They had to steal them off the Ukrainian ship? Uh, you're thinking, you know, maybe they could, you know, strike a deal with Kohler or something and <laughs> I don't, make I, some toilets. But ain't that kind of weird, man? That is kind of weird. No, no, because, no. They, you know, they just, it, it, left like, it left like those five-gallon buckets from the Home Depot for them. <laughs> That's what they left. Uh, but what about this? Uh, a, a shopper in Thailand... He went into a wine store. He opened $60 worth of wine, various bottles, and sampled them all and then sent them on the floor as he sampled them. Uh, finally, he settled on an Argentina white wine, and he strolled out of the store. And there was nobody arrested him. Nobody tried to stop. He just went in there and had him. And I saw in a film of the guy, he's taking one bottle after another, opening it. Drinking out of it, and eh, don't like that one. <laughs> or if he was an important, an important person in Thailand. Uh, no, he just looked like a regular little nobody. Yep. Okay, how about this? Did you know that Istanbul, Turkey, is the only place on Earth, only city on Earth, that sits on two different continents? No, is that right, guy? Yeah, Asia and Europe at the same time. I did wow. not know that. Wow, it's weird like, fact. So it's the only know. city on Earth that does that. Okay, here's one. Elon Musk. He <laughs> broke out Musk. his cyber truck. Elon's coming. The low end price is thirty nine thousand dollars. This thing's supposed to be really innovative. It gets like super gas mileage and everything. Yeah. And it also has, you know, shatterproof, unbreakable, you know, windows so somebody can't shoot you while you drive down the road, you know? So they, they brought it out at the big showroom, they got the big crowd there and they're gonna they're gonna show it off. So the guy that designed it uh, was a guy by the name of uh, Franz von Holhausen. <laughs> so uh, Elon Musk up. handed him a, a metal ball. It, you know, it looked like a softball, but it was metal. He hauled off and welded into this window, shattered the hell out of it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So he handed him another dodger. He, he did the same thing to the back window. It wasn't just one window. It was two windows that broke. So I'm thinking... Elon Musk is the guy that's telling us he's going to send us out into space so we can take a little one-time trip around the planet, <laughs> like it's a cruise, like take a helicopter ride or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of like the yeah, like the, like around the take a space ride around the Statue of Liberty or something. Yeah, you know? so you get out there and the glass on the spaceship crashes and cracks, <laughs> you're going to die. That's that's what's going to happen. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I would say Elon. Test it a little bit more before you bring it out there and demonstrate well, it. Well, I, I think he, I think he also got a, was it? There was also like he uh, brought out an off-road vehicle that oh, yeah. runs electric. Oh. It's like, what are you gonna do if you get out in the middle and you electric, you know, you run out electric? What do you? You <laughs> flintstone it, baby. You cut a hole yeah. in the bottom and you put your feet out on the ground and you. Hopefully, these cars are very lightweight. If yeah, you're but yeah, doing but that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, here I can speak in international. I got one here for you. Okay. We got a a, a nine-year-old Belgian boy. Yeah. Lawrence Simons. Uh, he likes TV, his pet dog, uh, you know, pretty much the same thing normal nine-year-old would like. But he also uh, wants to make uh, artificial organs, and he's actually about to graduate from uh, from the university, the Eindhoven University of Technology in Belgium, oh. nine, in electrical engineering, nine years old. He's one of them savants or something. Yeah, you know, nine years old, I was, you know, watching Underdog and, and you know, and laughing at fart jokes. 
Nine years old, I think I was still picking my nose and eating it. Probably it could be, you know, but uh, yeah, so he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's currently studying electrical engineering, you know. I was like, probably having a hard time wiping correctly. Uh, yeah, he probably did it wipe forward or backwards, <laughs> you know, which way? Well, I always forget to use toilet paper. <laughs> so, oh, is that what it's for? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so, but nine years old. Nine now. years old, that is, that's crazy how some of these kids nowadays are so, they're young. And but they're, sometimes these prodigy like this, they kind of like burn out by the time they're 18. And next thing you know, they're kind of working, you know, they're working at Starbucks and collecting bus tickets for a hobby. You know, it could be, you know, your yeah. brain is a delicate thing. It can, it can, yeah. go, it can go off any time, man. Yeah, well, you know, bad company said you were a shooting star. Well, um, let's get into the sports world for a minute. Yeah, sure. What about this lame NFL Colin Kaepernick love affair? Well, for some reason, the NFL thinks they're obligated to get him, get him a job. Well, I, th- I think he's, or he's afraid they're going to sue him again. Dude, that is so lame because there's all kind of players that would love to have the NFL schedule them a private one one on uh, 32 meeting. I think only eight teams actually showed up though. But yeah, Colin Kaepernick moved. Well, it's because he moved. It. He moved it to another place because he's like, trying to get a better uh, video made. Well, and, uh, it's kind of like well, you're having it on a on a Saturday. You know, that's kind of strange because you know half of the half of the coaches are away. But the NFL, ready for a game. my problem is not with Kaepernick because he's going to take whatever he can get and make whatever he can make. But the NFL is totally lame. It is totally lame. But uh, I, I, I call Kaepernick America's favorite anti-American leftist martyr. <laughs> yeah, he is a martyr. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay, what about the Astros getting caught cheating? The yeah, 2000, I mean, 2017 world champs. They're yeah. talking about maybe taking their title away from them. Kind of like a Reggie Bush thing, you know. But yeah, uh, you know, they got cameras out there, and they're stealing well, people's I mean, signs. Sign stealing has been part of the game for. Well, you're just not allowed to do it electronically. You're allowed to do it all you want. <laughs> just don't do it with I a mean, camera. Well, maybe yeah, maybe that's kind of where you're kind of going off of the uh, off the reservation if you uh, uh, <laughs> do that. But uh, I mean, you know, they've been looking like they're you know scratching their you know scratching their butt means uh, you know a sliders coming. <laughs> it, it, you know, I'm like, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you've been eating too many sliders, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Flashers, two national fans, Julianne Rose and Lauren Summer, and I saw these girls. They are smoking hot. Uh, they got lifetime bans from the Major League Baseball for flashing Astro pitcher Garrett Cole during Game 5 of the World Series. Yeah, I heard about that. Garrett Cole wasn't complaining, though. I imagine he was. I guarantee yeah. he was not complaining. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, he gives, you know. It kind of it, it kind of threw him a curveball for a moment though. Hey, here's Miles Garrett from Cleveland. Everybody saw that we clonked Pittsburgh's quarterback on top of the head. Well, they said he was just trying to put his helmet back on. <laughs> Is that what he was doing? Wrong direction. Well, I, then I'm letting him off the hook. Then yeah. I'm, I'm believing well, that. Well, that's that's the story. I told now, you I believe it's, anything. Whether it's true, who knows? Well, I believe I told you I believe anything. So I'm I'm taking yeah. it. A, a, but I mean, it's kind of like you know being in court for possession of drugs and the lawyer saying, my, my client was just taking the drugs back to the police station. That's right. That's what he was doing. Yeah, when you when you pulled him over. But he but he got a lifetime, he got the season-ending suspension, which yeah. will probably carry over the next year. I don't think it should, for clobbering uh, Rudolph with his own helmet. Uh, but, you know, to show you how people will make money out of anything, there's a store in Cleveland now selling T-shirts that say on the front, Pittsburgh started it. <laughs> 
<laughs> probably wear yeah, wear them at the well. The next game's in, in Pittsburgh, though. Is it? Oh, yeah. I'm guessing if you're a Browns fan, you wear one of them shirts. In you may not come out one piece. You probably won't. You might get uh, clobbered over the head with with something. Okay. One. Uh, here's a sad note. Yeah. I remember this guy too. Ex NFL kicker Fred Cox, a Viking. Yes. Dead at eighty. This guy was the guy who invented the Nerf football. Uh, I did yeah. know that. You, you know and. After you know, and uh, after that kind of you know it was nothing but like broken bones and uh, busted furniture from you know stone and drunk people who thought they could play football inside the house. That's right, because that was the legacy of Nerf football. Yeah, so, broken furniture. Yeah, broken furniture and occasional broken or bro- arms, broken bodies. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So what do you got? Anything sports-wise over there? Ah, sports-wise, not wasn't really. I mean, nothing. You know, nothing really. Anything. Nothing sports-wise. I got entertainment news. Okay, break it down. Well, you know, uh, you remember John and Kate Goslin from the John and Kate Plus Eight? Yes. Well, now uh, John Goslin is uh, is making a, a claim that Kate has abused her children Uh-oh. to the point where you know they're needing psychological help and and the such. Oh. But you know, John John Goslin, uh, he's kind of a, he was kind of a pioneer. He was like one of the first uh, guys on TV to lose his man card. <laughs> Because that guy was, you know, he was a, you mean, are you trying to say she him? He was already, he was, I think he was deballed before she even, because he was just, you know, you watch that show and it, cause, and it was like, dude, grow a pair. Well, that's the thing nowadays, man. If you're going to be a man, you got to be a woman. Well, well, yeah, mean, pretty much so. I mean, you know. What else you got in the entertainment world? Uh, American Idol uh, contestant, Antonella Barbara. Barbara, okay. she was uh, one of the top 16 on the sixth season. Yeah. Just sentenced to 45 months in federal prison for uh, uh, possessing two pounds of fentanyl. Ooh, ooh. Uh, you know, and ooh, that's bad stuff. Yeah, she was kind of like a like a drug mule, apparently ooh. going to pick it up. You know, and, that's what happens to those American Idol contestants that don't uh, make it; they well, fall off the world. But I was trying to think of how I was trying to think of how many you can count on the number of your hands. How many people? Moved on from American Idol and actually made it big. You got not many. Kelly Clarkson, uh, Carrie Underwood. Was she wasn't she on Idol? Yeah. Um, who's the other big? Had that Clay Aiken who had a little bit of a run. Clay Aiken, he kind of yeah, he's kind of went yeah, the way of Adam Lambert. Yeah, he, well Adam Lambert's uh, fronting for Queen, so. Oh, is he? Oh yeah, and kicking oh, some butt, man. Yeah, it was the other I one. Heard, I actually liked Adam Lambert. I thought that guy was really awesome. Yeah. Very very flamboyant, but you know. So it was Freddie. Great talent. Um, That's um, right. Who's the other one? Uh, da, 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 um, Fantasia or yeah, no, kind of on the very, fringe. For, considering all those people that's come through that show, yeah, very limited amount. Yeah, I mean, it's on your hand, you can count the be. numbers on your hand. You it's know, it's like so. It's like these people, you know, they all got. Well, dreams now she'll get to perform in prison for a long time. Oh yeah, she'll be you know she'll be singing she'll be singing. Singing a tune. <laughs> well, you would think of something. You just ain't brave enough to say it. I know. Yeah, right, well, yeah. What else you got? Hey, we know they're the producer. Actually, kind of speaking of uh, Freddie Mercury, the uh, producer of Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. is going to uh, he's announced plans to uh, produce a Michael Jackson movie about Michael Jackson. Yeah, and I think they found the guy that's going to play Michael Jackson. Yeah, uh, sort of said it was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> because he didn't have too much research, and you know, he kind of followed himself around for. How uh, dare you insult Michael like that? <laughs> uh, who, who, uh, who'd you hear it was? Oh no, I've heard that they found the guy, but I don't oh, know. okay. I just saw a little glimpse of that today. That's 
pretty fresh news, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, well, you yeah. and I are old and slow, so we're probably, we're probably talking about shit today. Yeah, we're on the cutting <laughs> on the cutting edge here, you know. You heard it here first. What else you got? I got a couple of entertainment things. Yeah, done. give me are give me some done? entertainment. What you are got? Are you done with yours? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm I'm entertained out. Well, uh, here's a strange odd couple: Kanye West and Joel Osteen. <laughs> yeah, I kind of heard about that. Kanye, self-proclaimed God's greatest musical creation. Um, Performed at Osteen's seventeen thousand seat mega church. Oh, it's a big, it's a big one out in it Colorado is, uh, or somewhere. It's, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, think it, it, I thought it was in Texas. Maybe it is. In it might, yeah, I think you're right. I think it, you're right. I think it is in Texas. But um, uh, but anyway, uh, so that's cool though. You know, if you're pumping up Jesus, yeah. I'm I'm cool yeah. with that, bro. He was doing like like Belushi in the church in the Blues Brothers when he was <laughs> backflipping all that. I've seen the light. He, he saw something, man. He saw something. He's flipping the. Uh, I think he saw green. Okay. <laughs> Tom Hanks playing uh, Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Now that's going to be. I, I'm. I'm predicting that will be the movie that they will compare to Simon X. That's got to be and will be one of the most boring movies you ever saw. There is no way you're going to make a Mr. Rogers movie exciting. No way. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, uh, after we're done here, I'm about to play you. There's a little, I got a little clip of uh, Gilbert Gottfried and, and with uh, doing a Mr. Little Mr. Rogers thing. It, it can't play it on. It's a family friendly show. It can't play, it, but I got to play this for you afterwards. He's with but, the. You know, Tom Hanks likes to play them offbeat roles, like you know, uh, Forrest Gump and uh, and uh, you know the you know the, like the, in the Castaways, you know, yeah. where he's out there talking to the whatever that was a soccer ball or something. I don't know what it was. But hey, speaking of Castaways. You know, so that's how I transition, transitioned right into that. Uh, in North Carolina, big hurricane storm, you know, rolled them through, and uh, three cows got stranded, you know, off land, and water was rising. Mm-hmm. And they swam uh, almost five miles, okay? They, they knew cows could swim. Yeah. They didn't know they, these, these cows could swim five they swam five miles till they finally found land to get on. Now, they found the cows, and they they wanted to rescue them, mm-hmm. and uh, they wanted to take them back to where they came from. So uh, they're trying to figure out how they're going to get them back. So Boeing offered to give them a ride back on a 737, but the cows said, hell no. no. <laughs> We'd rather swim. All right, so anyway. I guess it was just too much at stake going on there. Anyway, so what else you got, Ross? Ah, uh, well, let's see here. Well, I do have now. We uh, there were there were a couple other uh, time passages. Well, let's see them. Uh, yesterday, Michael J. Pollard. Oh, if you remember yes. from Bonnie and Clyde yes. and uh, strange little actor guy. Yeah, he was always in his little strange little, little roles. Yeah. yeah, passed away at the age of eighty. Wow, I didn't realize he was that old. Yes, and also here's one, Maria Perego, uh, ninety-five years old. She was the creator of Topo Gigio. Oh, we heard Sullivan loved Topo Gigio. Topo Gigio was big on Ed. Oh, you know? man, he had him on there all the time. Yeah, she created the, the, the character. Wow. And apparently, Topo's still big in Italy. I don't doubt it. Yeah, it looks a little, you know, he's a little baggier, you know, the a little baggier under the eyes and stuff. And, uh, you know, there was that, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the lawsuit he had with the, uh, uh, with the female cat, you know, they had to kind of, Swept that under the rug. So. Well, he's had a hip replacement and yeah, kind of like Krusty the Clown, you know, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's, big, but he's still he's, going, he's still old. going strong. Yeah, that he does kind of does shows, 
county That's fairs crazy, or something man. like that. But I remember my Ned Sullivan every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was such a cute man. I never, never could understand what he was saying, but it was like, okay. So that's what it's like in Italy. Yeah. yeah so, so. Well, what else you got? Uh, that's about it, man. Well, uh, how about some royal rubbish? Oh, yeah. Hey, you we know how we love royal, to talk about the news. queen and all those hillbillies in over there. And, uh, we can <laughs> in, go to England. We're barred from England, so we know that. Yeah. But, um, okay. Hey, yeah, if you're listening talk, in we, England, we, we love you. We, we talk about the queen and how she runs Buckingham Palace like Hitler ran Germany, you know, iron fisted all the way. Yeah. You better not cross the queen. Ask Princess Diana. Okay, bad joke. All right. Queen, <laughs> no, no. Here's some queen rules. The queen must be addressed as your majesty. <laughs> Men must bow at the neck and women must curtsy. All gifts that are given to the royal family belong to the royal family. And the queen will decide what to do with them. <laughs> okay, she travels with 34 people, including her doctor and a fresh supply of blood. Okay, no autographs, no selfies. You can't say toilet around it, you got to say lavatory. How about the loo? You, you can't gotta, say, Your perf- Majesty, I got to go to the loo. You can't say perfume, you got to say scent. Scent. Dress code nail polish, one color and one color only. All the way from polish to shoes, she controls what everybody wears, okay? Christmas Day weigh-in, before and after Christmas lunch, you get weighed. <laughs> because way back in the early 1900s, uh, I think it was King Henry the Seventh mm-hmm. decided that people weren't, weren't eating enough at the big Christmas dinner, so he wanted to make sure everybody was eating, so he started this lame practice of everybody before that. That's what, the royal rubbish. What if you like, you know, <laughs> so I guess you might have to wait to, to go use the facilities until, <laughs> so that you don't lose that weight? It's some more rubbish. Prince Charles, I always knew this guy was the stuffed shirt. How, how did Princess Diana ever spend a night with this guy? Okay, <laughs> they, they iron his shoelaces, they iron his pajamas. <laughs> He don't even squeeze out his own toothpaste. A valet comes in and squeezes the toothpaste out on the toothbrush one. Whoa. Give me a break. Does it? Uh, what now? Does he have a bidet, or does they have to come in and finish that too? I don't know. Well, here's this one: the Queen and her husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, they're celebrating 72 years of marriage. How do you even live that long? Let's let's be married to somebody. Yeah, you're, you're, every day you're saying, "Cancer, take me away." But but it's kind of a sad. Uh, celebration because they had to fire Prince Andrew, the Duke of York, not the Duke of Earl, the Duke of York, Duke of York. Okay. Uh, because he uh, has a real close connection with Epstein. Yeah, I heard he got caught up in there. Well, he was back in the 80s. He had that porn star, Koo Stark. Oh, yeah, they got pictures of him with young girls yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, they, so she fired him. He, he has no more official duties. They took away his allowance. Uh, he gets no public support of any kind. Basically, he's got to get a job. <laughs> well, I'm sure he can get a job probably dissing, dissing mama. <laughs> <You know. laughs> oh, yeah. If he wants to make some money, just start, yeah. tell on the royal family. Oh, yeah. You write a it's book. Gonna, it's going to be a hoot, man. Write a book. Just go on Entertainment Tonight or Hollywood Access. I've always referred to the British Isles as Europeans' version of the Appalachian. <laughs> so I'm sorry, man. That's just the way I feel about it. Well, it's kind of like when the, that ep, when the episodes when the Beverly Hillbillies went over to Europe. <laughs> you know, they were kind of like just right <laughs> Oh. Right in, man. Especially the teeth. 
Okay. Anyway, are you done? Because I got one thing to close it out. No, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty well. Uh, you got anything? Not, not that I can say. Well, okay, here's the deal. Yeah. We're getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving. Yes. So, you know, I like, I'm a his, historical buff. I like to bring out some history. So yeah. here's the history of the American cranberry. I didn't know there was a history. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, cranberry is one of the few indigenous fruits of America. Also, pretty, also was a pretty good band in the 90s. You know, Dwarf yeah. Reardon. No, they weren't bad. You know, Blinger. They, they had a couple of songs I liked. You know, that but, one where she's kind of like anyway, <laughs> getting back to the history of cranberries. Yes. The American Indians used them for medicine, food, and dye. And, you know, American Indians, they used everything about everything. Oh. They didn't waste nothing. No, no, no. They were. Now, the pilgrims were introduced to them by the Indians in 1621. But because they hadn't started doing cane sugar yet, they weren't sweet. They just, you know, regular cranberries. Hey. But by 1672, the Indians and the settlers would actually eat them sweetened. Okay. In 1796, Amelia Simmons was the first one to put a cranberry recipe in a cookbook. Okay? Everybody's heard of Ocean Spray. In 1800, Ocean Spray became the first company to pick and mass produce cranberries, mass grow cranberries. Those who are still out there. And by 1912, Ocean Spray had multiple cranberry products. Jelly, cranberry juice, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there's the history wow. of the cranberry. Well, you know, the Indians are still using cranberries today at the casinos on the slot machines. Yeah, the cranberries. yeah. Get ding, three ding, cranberries, ding, ding. you get a buffalo chip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I don't know, man. You ready to close it out? What about yeah. you, 3D? You usually got something snide or... Ridiculous. No, I, I want to get a little philosophical. Oh, don't, don't go off. You know, no, no tirade. Just you know, give someone, give you, them a, give them, them a heartwarming you message you before they go into win. their news. Okay, <laughs> hey, folks, we all have fun here on the Dennis Effect, but we want to take a moment to remind you about the true reason for the season. That is, of course, family. Of course, family may be divided by politics, religion, you know, or well classes. But it's important to remember that at this time of the year that we all come together to celebrate what makes family great. Just being together, putting all of our differences aside just for one day so that we can all agree on one thing. Eat enough turkey to get knocked off on our overloaded tryptophan rear ends. So as we go into this very busy holiday week, not only filled with travel, shopping, a chaotic third thing I can't think of at the moment. Come on, come on, come on, Slavi, give me this, give me this chance here. I'm trying to be, trying to be heartfelt. No, yeah, we no, want to wish you all me. a very happy Thanksgiving yeah. as we and just take a moment to forget all of the shenanigans on Capitol Hill, all the shenanigans across the country, and just to enjoy yourselves this Thanksgiving week. Okay, just a moment, but we'll be back till next time. Yeah, beat yeah. that, beat that turkey's ass real good, man. Yeah. All right, so for for Slappy Whitey and Doc and 3D the producer, we'll see ya. Happy Thanksgiving! You got it, bro.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.